Good evening, everybody. It's Thursday night. It's nine o'clock. It's time for What's on Joe Mind. It is a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. Boys night tonight. That's right. Woo! Well, I figure I get to point that out before Mark Weber made a big deal out of it. But he's already, you can see he's already drinking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when when do we start running the audio of the Yankee game? Right. Uh, soon, soon, soon <laughs> give it time. Give it time. First, we're going to run the audio of our kick-ass theme song. We'll be right back. Fancast about the world of G.I. Joe, as we said earlier. How's everybody doing? Yes. Right? It was that kind of week. That's oh, God, no, it was fantastic. I was on vacation all week. You're a butt, though. We don't, yeah. you, were, I, on, you were on vacation like a week and a half. We don't let's, care what you... You're, let's be, of course you're going to be sunny. Let's be honest, I don't get out that much. So. <laughs> also fair. Um, joining me here in the top row, he's back from Parts Unknown. Uh, and we'll uh, certainly hear some more about that coming up here. But the hot show, Mark Weber. Hey, what's up? And just to make sure you know, I haven't abandoned the good old U.S. of A. Uh, you let everybody know where you were. I was in uh, in sunny, believe it or not, London, England, all week long, which is my wife's, the, the lovely Mrs. Weber's favorite city. And I've traveled quite a bit in, in the U.S. and Canada, a little bit in Mexico. But never, and once to Hong Kong, which was a nightmare, but a story for another time. Uh, but I've never been to Europe before. Never, ever, ever. So my son, who's 15, had been to Europe, but not me. So uh, we spent a week in, uh, in uh, jolly old England and had a, had a really, really good time. And just got back. We got back at like 5 o'clock. Because it takes seven hours, seven-hour flight from London to Boston. And it's a four-hour drive from Boston to just south of Providence because Logan Airport sucks. Yeah. Oh, such losing, a hole. You're losing how much time in in time change too? Like you lose five hours. So, like we we basically you got a nap and a shave, and here yeah. you are. The aforementioned Mrs. Weber got up tonight, stretched, and said, "I'm going to bed." I go, "It's seven o'clock." But she's yes, done. it is she's done. <laughs> Seven o'clock here, but midnight over there. So she's done. And right. so, so all things being fair, she should be up at like what three a.m. Something like that, probably. Yeah, yeah, it's not gonna happen. No, uh, okay. uh, that I always found that that part of the the internal clock was always easier to reset. Like I'd get up at three in the morning and be really? like, I ain't getting up now. Screw that noise. I know you got you got ghosts. Right, that's that's the lovely Elizabeth who's up way past her bedtime because it's what two a.m. <laughs> two a.m. <laughs> right, go to bed. <laughs> go to bed at nine. Right, 
Wait, what? What do you got there? The oh, the Bible. Good. Yeah. Get holy. Oh, now the, <laughs> and now, the, and now the dog's messed Peace up. Peace be with you. <laughs> the dog was without human companionship for like a week. So that's not true. We had some people looking after her, but. Like, we just got home, and the dog is like, I'm so glad to see you. And then everybody's like, we're tired. We're going to bed. And the dog's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Standing with squeaky toy in mouth. Right? The, <gasps> cat, the cat came by and, like, bumped, rubbed against us and then went and laid down. In the yeah. Oh, you're back. Well, good. But, the food dish will get refilled. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but that litter box is getting awful stinky while you're out. Yeah. Everybody has abandoned the dog except me, and I'm her least favorite. So that's what you do. That's what you get. She's like, wow, Flair, Arn, Tully. I'm Luger. You get right. Luger. <laughs> Luger, Roma. <laughs> I'm pretty Paul Roma. That's me. The guy in the third row, you know, the guy, the guy who has to fish out his official horseman card to prove that he gets into the arena. <laughs> no, really, he's the Muggsy Bogues of the four horsemen. But uh, also joining us here in the in the bottom row, uh, in for Joe Colton tonight, who is on assignment. It's Rack Time Rob. Hello, Rack Time Rob. You continue to fall off the bottom of your screen. I I know it's because I you know have this on my lap and. It's a constant adjustment. I would yeah. say he he lives life on the edge, right? Right. Yeah. That's right. He's, he's the bad boy of what's on Joma. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure, boy. we'll go with that. Yeah. Special yeah. ed teacher by day, bad boy by night. That's right. That's right. That's right, ladies. He's available. <laughs> Goodness. With my with my apartment full of action figures and comic books, I'm a catch. <laughs> Plus Yankee hat. Yeah, yeah, there you go. In this day and age, man, you 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 got a job and a clean <laughs> criminal. I record. got a job. Yeah, <laughs> you are you are a catch. Yeah, but two <laughs> no two no count on Rackham Rob. <laughs> Halfway to base. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that's what we got tonight. It's uh, it's Joe Colton is actually. Uh, this week is Greek Orthodox Easter, and that's why she is not joining us tonight. She is uh, taking the weekend for for her own her own religious experience and and uh, and time off, and it's certainly well deserved because Lord knows, um, if if we want to look behind the curtain in real life, that woman's been crazy busy for about two and a half years now, and when she needs a personal day, she gets a personal day, no question. We just appreciate her telling us. Absolutely right. Yeah, it's, it's cool. more more than twenty minutes in advance. Right. Anytime, anytime we can pull that one off, we feel like we've won. I got personal days to burn. Maybe <laughs> Tuesday. Right. Right. News to come. <laughs> but uh, remember, if you're joining us on Facebook, we we appreciate you. Go ahead and give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. All those little reactions. Help the Facebook engine uh, churn us up and spit us out to our our twenty five hundred followers who who never seem to hear from us any other way because Facebook sucks. Uh, also, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube tonight, um, go ahead give us a give our video a thumbs up and subscribe to our channel. If you're watching us on Facebook, we'll do the same thing, right? Because uh, really, the number one thing you can do to help us out. Watch the video. Give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We're up over a thousand subscribers. We seem to have stalled a little bit. Uh, there's still about twenty percent of you every week that watch and are not subscribed. I don't understand that. 
you're here every week. Come on. Yeah. Hit, hit the button. All you got to do is one little click or two and you're in. If you're watching us on Reddit or Napster, you don't have to. We are readily available, right? Like, come on. Right. Matthew Comstock beats that like button like it owes him money. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching us on Torrent, Torrent. You're, do, you're doing it wrong. Just, well, it's time to start. I, I mean, you know, why not take right? this more? If you're watching us on the Dumont <laughs> network. That's OnlyFans, Mike. <laughs> if you're watching us on OnlyFans, woo. <laughs> right. The, the What's on Joe Biden OnlyFans channel. That's that's right. Right. You're, you're in for a rude disappointment. It's magic, Mike Irizarry. Who right. knew? You yes. you th- you think you're getting the, the Sa- sadly it's actual you know card tricks but you know <laughs> it's a whole new meeting to rack time hey <laughs> look fifty two pickup <laughs> my I I've pulled my thumb off ah <laughs> however that thing goes da, 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 da. Oh my God! Terrible stand-up acts from the seventies. This week, on, what's on Joe Mine? Where's Where's the unknown comic? Do that. <laughs> Wait a minute! I got a paper bag somewhere. <laughs> I have to do the the twenty twenties version with a plastic bag from Kroger. It adds that element of danger. But then again, you are the bad boy. Yeah. Well, most of the Kroger bags have a hole in them. This one. <laughs> well, you, it'd be really tough to get stuff in if you didn't. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, again, be sure to like the channel and subscribe so that uh, when the kids out there, they type our name into Ask Jeeves, it points them to the right direction. Yeah. If you're watching us tonight on Geosities <laughs> <laughs> or on Netscape Navigator. I got an email addressed to an old Geocities account just last week. And I, I mean, clearly it's spam, but I'm still sitting there looking and saying, where have you been? Right. If you're watching us on Alta Vista. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Josiah Alcorn says uh, the back episodes of Marauders and Monkey Fresh were thanks. Great for post. Thanks for posting. Well, yeah, we're not going to take them down. Hmm. But see, you're doing your homework, though. That's no. I appreciate the fans that go back. We know you got two hours set aside if we're not here. So. You go back and you get yeah. to catch up on some back issues. Back episodes. There's, there's plenty of back episodes that are a whole lot better than the stuff we're rolling out now. Like, <laughs> Especially tonight. Watch that stuff. It'll give you hope for the future. <laughs> I mean, we're 10 minutes in. We haven't talked about G.I. Joe for one second. What was that? Our, oh, our, yeah. our good friend Joe Slepsky's already turned us off. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. You know. He, his, thought the, he thought the show was about him. Well, I mean, some weeks. What is on his mind? What is on Joe's mind? But that's not the question now, is it? No. It's not what's on Joe's mind. Mm-mm. It's what's on Joe's mind, because we just do cheap puns. That's what we do. That's all the budget will afford. <laughs> yeah. Is that like the core? Yes, it's very Pretty much. Pretty much. Very we, we are here to help you with our badly articulated arms. That's a but a Cobra Commander asks, wait, you could go back and watch old episodes. What is the cost for this service? Actually, uh, there is a a simple spell you have to cast, and that is on our Facebook page. So by all means, head on over and check that out. It's very simple. Uh, I think just one bat wing is really the only kind of 
oddball ingredient you need, but but we get that uh, you can do that pretty easily. So yeah, I be sure we had one in the gym today. Be Aloha, sure to, Aloha Mora. Be sure to react on Facebook and like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. I'm sure that's not the last time you'll you'll catch me saying that tonight. Now that's the what I do mine. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah. Love but I was not ready for that. <laughs> I thought so, I thought something fell behind me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Don't be talking about don't be talking about uh, torpedo mics, kid. No, no, I love the clip. I just wasn't prepared. But uh, hey, what do you say we get to it? All right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what I got first this week. What I miss? You know, as it turns out, not a whole bunch. Okay. Uh, the extra week really didn't didn't kill us a whole lot because not a whole lot happened last week. Hey, I can give you a Hamley's toy update for the presence of GI Joe in the UK. But right. You gotta wait. You gotta wait till the end. What if we ended the episode now? Then everybody be in suspense. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, uh, Sean Russell says, Mark, you survived the trip without an international incident. I wouldn't be so sure about that. That seems mm -hmm. awful confident. I don't think we had any, any, any big deals that went on, but may or may not have gotten loose at Stonehenge. Whatever. Uh, against the uh, wrong stone. Look, some of some of those rocks were already down. Okay. <laughs> First up is to, tonight is the community calendar. There's Comic Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? What's to no tell? Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community calendar. Again, one of my favorite things is to watch in the little window at the bottom to see Mark break every <laughs> time that, that image of Joe Colton comes across. It happens so fast that it makes a completely innocent picture look sketchy as hell. I know. I don't know about completely innocent, but most yeah. I mean mostly innocent. I suppose. I mean, is sure. anything completely innocent when those two get together? Come exactly. on. Exactly. Yeah. Very little. Yeah. Exactly. So, anyways, next weekend. If you are deep in the heart of, uh, on April 30 and May 1st, uh, you can hit up the San Antonio Collectors Expo. Uh, that is 10 to 5 both days at the San Antonio Shine Auditorium. Um, you've got a, a phone number and you've got a website there that you can check for more information. So, Mark Weber, you ever been to the Alamo? Uh, no, I've never been to San Antonio. But I, I, I would love to go to this show because I bet – it's just full of Manage Nobly and Shawn Michaels stuff. Probably just right. like wall to wall, right? <laughs> and the parking is free. Right. Well, and the Shawn Michaels toys, uh, for whatever reason, won't lay on their back. And the Manage Nobly figures won't stand up. So just it's like a bunch of little tiny fish flopping all over the place. I was thinking they should make like Triple H and Shawn Michaels figures with magnets. So they literally cannot lay on their backs. Like they just won't do it no matter what. Now, in, in fairness to, to Shawn Michaels, uh, when he came back from his major back injury, mm -hmm. he did the job for the younger guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was better when he came back. And, and Triple H, if you look at his record at WrestleMania, it's terrible. 
Yeah, but his record at pay-per-views... His record overall, yeah. It was, is like 97%. Like, there's a reason they call that the reign of terror. But It's all, it's all about the game and how you play it. Yeah, no kidding. But, and that would be the man who brought us the the perhaps the greatest indie promotion of all time in NXT. Huh. Weird. A long, yeah, a long time ago, before they, right. spilled paint, before they spilled paint all over it. Right, right. I said brought. I didn't say is bringing. <laughs> right. I said brought. But well, yeah, I, I have actually heard San Antonio is a, is a gorgeous town. And, yes. Uh, and I'd like to visit, but I've never been. Yeah, they have uh, apparently a canal for walking that is every bit as nice as the one in Indianapolis and has fewer drunken Pat McAfee's in it. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Racktime Rob, you ever been down Texas? Uh, aside from Dallas for that one joke on, no. All right. I didn't think, but. I've done a little bit of Texas. I've done Houston. I've done Dallas. I've done, my favorite was El Paso. We went there for a Sun Bowl one Christmas when ASU, ASU always was into a crappy bowl, but that one was driving distance. So when we were visiting family, we drove to watch ASU. And when you drive into Texas on that westernmost tip, there's a sign that's like Galveston, 400 miles, and Corpus Christi, 600 miles. And then whatever little town is on the polar opposite, the very far east, like east of Houston, is on that sign just so they can say, you know, Rio Diablo, 1,491 miles. Like It's the biggest <laughs> road sign flex I've ever seen. Tim Peterson says, yes, it's called the Riverwalk. There you go. And uh, Knock Ripper advises us that not entirely true, that river is full of drunks, ask my wife. Wait a minute. I'm not sure what direction we're taking that. You can take that two, two very different ways. He's either making fun of himself or he's making fun of the missus, and I don't know how, how happy he is with his life, so we're just going to let that be. Maybe that's where they met. <laughs> Could be. And well, you then it could take, be a lovely story. You could take that either way. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Hey, look, they got married, so they yeah. had something good, right? Hey, it's working. Right? Right? So, uh, yeah, that's that's it. So next weekend, San Antonio Collectors Expo, we've just given them that glowing endorsement. Right. Drunk in a river. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It, it feels like we've wrung every bit of comedy out of that bit. So, yeah. Ghost well, we could go. You know, we could go and used to float in the river where we used to live. Of course, it was probably a corpse, right? Look, I'm, I'm from. I was in St. Louis a long time. There was all kinds of stuff in that river, but um, those rivers, I should say. But anyways, uh, next, also next week, Sunday, May one, it's the SoCal Joe Show and Toy Convention in Temecula, California, at the lovely Embassy Suites Hotel, uh, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. That is a five dollar admission. $10 early bird, which is 9 a.m. admission, kids 10 and under free. That figure you see there, that is a classified style monkey wrench. And that is a, a custom job that they are making available at this show. Uh, go ahead and follow these guys on Facebook if you want more information. That is, uh, they, they do a great job of getting information out. There are many other customs and, and, and stuff available uh, for this show. They're, they're going Dreadnought theme this time around. So uh, get yourself out there if you're out on the left coast. Ironically, I've been to Temecula, California. Very uh, uh, Frank Shaw says, sorry, I can't watch the show tonight. I have to go get get bed for work. But uh, that's an interesting thing to write during the show. Yeah. <laughs> have a good bed. All right. 
Enjoy, Frank. We appreciate your patronage. Get sleep good. Sloan cheap. Yeah. <laughs> Anna Davis, who is a SoCal native. Uh, the show is cool, and Demecula has wine tasting. Uh, so Matt Rubin, of course, adds, go for the toy fo- show, stay to get blasted. <laughs> that, that's the spirit of JoeCon, if nothing else. So right? I don't know how many of those you got to, Matt Rubin, but that was that was what we that was how we did. Feels what, like that that should be on a flag or a banner somehow, right? right? <laughs> or a really sketchy tattoo across the sign driving into town. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt Rubin, let us know how many JoeCons you were at in the in the sec the, the comment section there. But um, Ryan Sweeney can, can never go wrong with the Knox. I mean, you can. But that's only if you're inviting them to a fancy dinner. Right. Or if you go too deep down the rabbit hole. Right. Once you cross it like Zanzibar Lane, there's no coming back. <laughs> or or if you get drunk at the Riverwalk. Yeah. I tend to think like. I'm not married to one. Who was the last good dreadnought? Where's that shark jumping moment? See, I, I don't have one. I, I don't think. I thought I like them all on a certain level. I, was, I like the ones they did back in the classic era. I like the ones they've done in the, the modern sculpt. I don't know if we have a real bad dreadnought. No, I I think I tend to think somewhere around Thrasher, like Thrasher, solid. Monkey Wrench, solid. Beyond that, no, oh, I, was, I was never a big Road Pig guy. So, oh, no, Road Pig's one of my favorites. Well, I could agree with you, but we'd both be wrong. No, you, you, that's, a, that's a Jerry Lawler bit. I probably shouldn't be. No, no, but there's there's all kinds of there's all kinds of good dread. I don't think like Road Pig got a lot of good character work. The, the identical the identical dreadnought cousins from the concept back in 03. Um, I even love them for cheese value. I mean, I can, and yeah, Billy Bob and Vance and Joe Bob and all those guys. Like I I can acknowledge that they're terrible, but that may be my favorite concept because they're terrible. I suppose. And it's got uh, that. that <laughs> They're the spirit squad of the dreadnoughts. More much. or less, yes. Yeah. They'll put masks on them all. and, <laughs> and there you chocolate go. donut gophers. That's it. There you go. Action figure expert says Nogahide was had great... Yeah, I'll give you Nogahide. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm getting too grizzled. Yeah. I'm, yell, I'm yelling at my porch at anything. I should probably right. think, I should probably think, think before I talk. You're at the tail end of a, of a 47-hour day, so... Yeah, it's true. Everybody else is, is well asleep by now, except Emma the, Emma the dog waiting to see if anybody loves her. I mean, and, and you don't, so. <laughs> I absolutely don't. <laughs> you, you merely tolerate it. She's, uh, it's not her fault. She'll get some belly rubs. Yeah. yeah. You're awful, Mark Weber. Awful. Hey, I got to pet the cat. But again, end, end of a 47-hour day. Yeah, that's right. I'm here, right? <laughs> I, I ain't complaining. I, right. I, I, I was in, I was in London at eleven a.m. So let's do it. Oh, uh, Nicholas Adams, he, he's a man of a thousand stories. I have a cousin named Joseph Robert. I bought him a Joe Bob figure, gave it to him for Christmas one year. There you go. Then <laughs> throw pillows at him till he tipped over, and then right. winged a pillow at Superhead. Oh my God, the Ballad of Superhead! You know, if if you really just want to watch that clip, it's on our TikTok account. So if you <laughs> go down below. We've got our our TikTok link there. Go follow that. You can find the the Ballad of Superhead all by itself. 
Uh, Diana says the SoCal Homebrew Fest is also in Temecula that weekend. Okay. Now we're now if you don't go to the SoCal Joe show, you're kind of a yutz. <laughs> I misread that as homeboy fest. Either way, look, man. Either way. Yeah, homeboy. Yeah. Oh, you know, that reminds me. Uh, so I forget who it was, but we were watching TV and somebody was announced as being from Arizona State. And I stopped what I was doing and shouted out, Lava Bears! <laughs> Even though I'm the only connection, but that's all right. Right. It, look, Rob was the only person in the room, so it, it, he laughed. I think we were watching <laughs> the ball game the other night. Yeah, it, somebody was from um, um, Detroit. Spencer Torkelson was That's right. Yeah. That's right. pick. Yeah, and so that was he got the Lava Bear shout. Uh, Andrew Goffkin says, next October guard, we need more Dreadnoughts in Classified. Give me some Ripper. I'll take any of them. They're, they, you are absolutely correct. Love the Dreadnoughts. Totally underrepresented. Glad we're getting Zoran up soon. But uh, let's see. Let's let's move on to... Cheap plug. There he is. Name that devil. <laughs> that is, uh, I think that's the enemy. Yeah, it is, actually. That's the enemy. That is that is uh, Mosquito. Um, uh, now that I call him Mosquito, I forgot his actual name. <laughs> Dustin Pedroia. Dustin Pedroia, who came to ASU as a highly touted prep shortstop, even though they had Ian Kinsler as a sophomore in ASU. And they said, hey, Kinsler, what do you think about playing second base? He says, what do you think about me playing shortstop at Mississippi State instead? That's the answer to that. And that was the end of that equation. So right. no, wouldn't, have mind, wouldn't have minded seeing Kinsler and Pedroia turn in two in Tempe for a couple of years, but it did not happen. That would have been good. I mean, they, they asked the wrong guy to move to second base, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, Ian Kinsler had an arm. And Dustin Pedroia, eh, yeah, not quite so much. Eh, not as much. Good, se- great second baseman as a turn. Oh, yeah, great second yeah. baseman. When I first moved here in 2012, people would say, "You like the Sox?" And I'd say, "I love Pedroia," because <laughs> I could at least get behind the pitchfork, right, and get behind the devil. But it's be love a bears, right? Do I like the Red Sox? No, <laughs> no, I don't. No, they are uh, they are trash. Taking form as a baseball team. But back back at that point, they were like, "We just brought in Bobby V. It's going to be a great year." And I'm like, "Yeah, I can't wait." <laughs> you bring us the yeah. entire assortment of Groucho mess. I want <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, this will be cool. Maybe he'll uh, finally, you know, win a division, which he didn't, which he never has. But I digress. Uh, hey, Mike. Before it goes off the screen, we do have a superhead update. Oh, uh, there we go. So a superhead update. He eventually evolved into lunchbox. We'd go out to eat for breakfast every once in a while. Hours later, we'd look over. He's pulling sausages out of his pocket. <laughs> oh, my God. It's such, a, such, such a Napoleon Dynamite move, right? Like, put the tater tots in your pocket. Same the best, the best yeah. is the comment right beneath it from, from Nicholas. Got weird ass kid. Weird ass <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta get him in the guest host rotation. <laughs> That's the only thing I know for certain, right? <laughs> oh dear God! I like that he evolved into lunchbox, capitalized like he's a Pokemon character. I, I know it's, it's, like, it's like you know he's a it was his superhead was a chrysalis form, you know? Right? 
<laughs> Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> it's Lunchbox. Oh. oh, oh, man, alive! Oh, oh, oh! And I, I, you know, you know who appreciates that—the fine folks at the Toy Man Show, who know that that clip will be now played in perpetuity on our on our TikTok channel as well. But in my old stomping grounds in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, in Bridgeton, which is just northwest St. Louis. Also, Sunday, May 1, uh, Toy Man Show. They do this one eight times a year. It's a huge room stuffed with toys, two levels. Uh, if you're anywhere within a couple hours drive of St. Louis, go to Toy Man. Just do it a couple times a year. It's fantastic. Uh, Nine to three on Sunday, $5 entry. VIP is... 8 a.m. and that is 12 bucks. Kids 16 and under are free, so bring the family. Um, not always a great GI Joe show, but always a great toy show. And um, I mean, sometimes sometimes you go to Toy Man just to get an education because somebody will set up with tin toys from the 20s or something, and it'll be next to the dude with all the bootleg DVDs, and it's just really a strange and fun experience. I could probably get Mrs. Weber to that. She likes Bridgerton. There's nothing to like in Bridgerton. Okay, the only thing to like in Bridgerton is the Machinist Hall on the days they do Toy Man. Okay, it's yeah, yeah. And remember, if you see Dave Draper, give him an unsolicited hug. Tell him what's on Joe mindset. You. Yeah, I got I got a dollar for anybody who pulls that off. (laughs) A crisp George Washington for you. Look, look, we're we're not we're not a real high rent show. So if (laughs) if you're gonna if you. If you want to email us at what's on Joe mind at gmail.com, a picture of you giving an unsolicited hug to Dave Draper. Um, that's worth a dollar. Yeah, talk uh, if he comes, if he comes up for Jed kind of you know, murderous. Yeah. Talk, don't, don't, talk don't, talk don't we're, we're not yet in an age of unsolicited hugging being okay. So. <laughs> talk, no, think about it. They can talk them into it and split their ill gotten gains. <laughs> Right. We'll send them two half dollars. That's it. We'll send each half. You figure it out. We'll send them a we'll send them a dollar bill torn in two pieces. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Yes. Okay. Yes, Sarge. That's be a good good spend of a dollar too. You know, aside from the fact that he's bald and doesn't have a glorious head of hair, the toy man mascot's a little irisariest. No, bit. no, that, that's an actual dude. Who? That's Chris McQuillan, the Toy Man. Oh, he is the Toy yeah, Man. That's that's an actual guy. That's a that is a that is the cartoon wow. representation of Chris McQuillan. And he has Toy Man on his license plate. I bet. I I think he does actually. I think he is Toy Man. Oh, oh I've no doubt. <laughs> I think so. But uh, Andrew Goffkin, I'll accept nothing but a gold Sacagawea coin. I got a couple of those. We can make that happen. Yeah, that's that's not a that's not a big ask. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. So anyways, yeah. If you're within a few hours of toy man, get on out to toy man. I've been thinking about just taking a weekend off and doing that myself once uh, before this year's up just to, just to get back to it. Cause it was a really fun show. If that guy walked by banging that drum per your, you know, uh, sage advice, I'm pretty sure you would stick your head out the door of the window and go, Hey man, sorry about your. Isn't that what you do when the guy comes by banging the bass? Boom, 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 boom. Hey, man. Sorry about your 
Did I lose you? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Entirely. I'm sorry. I'll get Entirely. You, I'll get, sorry. I'll, I'll get you next time. All right. All right. And I think that's it for community calendar, except, of course, the Roma Collectibles Toy Store parking lot toy show. A few weeks off yet. That's Sunday, May 22nd from 10 to 4. That is at Roma Collectibles in the parking lot. See how the advertising works. Uh, 1030 Upper Valley Pike in Springfield, Ohio, 45504 if you're following along on MapQuest or Google Maps or one of those program type things. Um, but yeah, that's the one that I'll be at. I'll probably drag uh, Racktime Rob off to it too. It's 15 collectible vendors. Trade with your friends. And, and apparently one constipated master of the universe. They're all constipated. Look at him. Look a little, a little constipated and a little angry about it. Sad. They probably had like eight revisions before they got to that, and then they're like, "There, perfect." Boom. <laughs> Should have come with a brand muffin. Right. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Kenner's like, "What color is Luke's hair?" And they're like, "Bright canary yellow, I think." Right. <laughs> Same as his lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, Diana Davis asked, what about Robo Toy Fest? What about the email telling me about Robo Toy Fest? It's a great show. I'm sure. I have it's no in, doubt. It's in North Platte, Nebraska. Look, we, we, we <laughs> a big show. Community calendar. And, and I, I make an attempt to, to figure out where shows are. And, but I don't always have a ton of time to spend on this. And this is one of those weeks. So this week is entirely on suggestions from... Uh, the crowd at large. So everybody who sent in suggestions, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, but yeah, just if you have a show that you want publicized, let us know. Send us a drop us a line at what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com or um, really that's the best way to ensure that I'm that we're gonna see it and have it organized. Uh, you can try the other social media stuff, but I, I can't promise you that I'm gonna be able to pull all those strings together. So the email is, oh, if you want guaranteed that I'm going to see something and get it on the show, the email is always the best way to do it. Always. 100% of the time. Draws Walker says, Fetus Fan Fest going on Memorial Day weekend, which is the closest thing to San Diego Comic-Con I've been in recent years. Send me an email. Send me an email. I don't think I've ever been, well... Back in the day, maybe a decade ago, but so you've been you've been gone from Phoenix a long time. Yeah, Phoenix, but Phoenix's comic show is, is a pretty <clears> good one. Pretty good one. Is it is it Toy Man? Is it Toy Man good? I know it's, it's got hundred percent more Todd McFarlane, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably, <laughs> but a hundred percent less Chris McQuillan. That's true. That's true. Cartoon Chris McQuillan and his giant bass drum. Oh, yeah, there's that. Let me, uh, we'll go ahead. We'll get into the news here. But first, a word from our sponsor. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. 
okay with that one? You get your earplugs out in time? I mean, I'm, this is on my notes a couple of weeks ago, but we love our sponsors. We want to tear into them. Because when I see a shelf with four defiance in a row on it, that gives you an idea of, of what you're choosing from, right? Once you get there. But there's also four copies of Moonraker on VHS. <laughs> like, Actually, I think weren't those weren't those the moon? I, those might have been the Mego Moonraker figures. Oh, well, that's different. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's we were just at uh, Kokomo Toys this past weekend, and it's the the selection is is still robust. I bet. Uh, in fact, it looks like they've taken in a lot of Joe lately. So, how many different Moonraker figures did they make? There were some. I think there was like maybe three, and then there were some that got released in Europe. The Bond, Jaws, and a girl, maybe, or I think it was Bond, Jaws, and the main bad guy, Hugo Drax, Drax perhaps. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Desolated Mister Bond, funk, heartbroken Mister Drax. <laughs> I love Moonraker. Rob, I mean, it was. It was. I don't cool. hate it. Half of it's great. Then they go in space and it all flies apart. Right? Isn't there a bit? Isn't there a bit where Bond directs a helicopter or something into a giant Coca-Cola billboard or something like it's the? Even as a kid, I'm like, did they have to pay for that? Does that look like a giant? I remember. I'd say I remember like uh, it's Superman two. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, like like didn't uh, didn't Superman throw non into like the Coca-Cola bill you know yeah. billboard? Yeah, I remember even as a kid, I'm going, I wonder if that's free. Probably not. Yeah. Coco paid to get in that, probably. Right. Poor, poor nod. But yeah. yeah, I mean, Moonraker, it, half of it's a good movie, and then it takes a left turn into incredible. I think I only, that was one of those that I just missed, and that we would, we would beg our dad to let us stay up and watch on like the ABC movie of the week. The first one I saw in the theater was For Your Eyes Only. So, of course, I thought, this is the best thing ever. Like, nothing will ever be better than this. And, mm. I mean, I, I enjoy Bond movies, but I wouldn't call myself a huge fan. Rob is a big Bond fan. Yeah, I, I have them all. I'm with Rob. So. But um, but Moonraker is is one of those that my it, it, it touches on my love of terrible cinema. <laughs> mm, Go see Morbius. No. <laughs> No, when we were when we were really young and getting our first comic books, Morbius is in like every Spider-Man comic we managed to get. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm so tired. I was tired of Morbius by the time I was five. Was he a pure bad guy then? Pretty much, more okay. or less. They they yeah. they they threw some overtones of the tragic history yeah. where they could. But I mean, okay. he's still sucking people's blood, and you know, yeah. Spider-Man's got to fight him. You know, right. And that was back when there was only one Spider-Man, right? Not like fifteen or eighteen versions. Yeah, of him. yeah, yeah. I hope they make some more movies with 18 Spider-Man in it. It'd be great. Those movies are fine. It's the fact that there's 900 comic series featuring them. So good. That is a good line. Look at that. (laughs) That's almost up there with, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. Great line. Gertfrobe. Frob? Who knows? Uh, Germany. Yes. That's where Gertfrobe was from. Yeah. That voice is dubbed over because he was just basically just... Oh really? I didn't know. Yeah, that, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was not actually his voice. Yeah. I know that uh, the, he spoke the, no English. The little niblet of Bond trivia in the the opening bit when the girl's gold, uh, the actor who plays Odd Job just knocks the shit out of Connery, and that's in the final cut. And yeah. Connery didn't walked off set for a couple of days. 
because he was so mad because the guy just lit him up. <laughs> and they're like, yo, don't flare shop Connor. You don't like it. <laughs> but I think it's cool that they went, we're keeping that, right? Like yeah, that's right. in. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it was the best take. <laughs> Might have been worth it. Yeah. Oh, no. Fantastic. But uh, first up in the news. Do, 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 do. Oh. Whatever. Our good friends at RoboSkull would like to remind you that the backer kit ends at the end of the month. That is a week from tomorrow. Um, so if you want in on any of the fine, uh, our, I should say our friends at Skeletron want you to know that the RoboSkull backer kit ends. So, sorry. My mistake. I keep throwing the throwing the titles around there. But uh, yeah, if you want any of the fine merchandise from the RoboSkull Mark II Kickstarter, of uh earlier last year um it's it's still available but you got to get on it follow that link that is on the screen now roboskull.backerkit.com get yourself signed up get yourself signed in and uh, and get some stuff some exclusives available only through the backer kit that were not not even part of the kickstarter uh you, we, we've got uh, stuff from marauder we've got stuff from our friends at grindstone toys uh just a real community effort and uh, a fun product. Yeah, and we're not sucking up because these guys don't need the money, right? There's they're, yeah. they're lighting their cigarettes with like hundred dollar bills over right there at Skeletron. There's thousand airs, right? <laughs> their next their next Kickstarter is already back. Like, <laughs> I mean, you we're, you're making that as a joke, but it probably is. Yeah, they're killing it absolutely killing it so i'm not mad at them i'm just saying they're i'm just calling richie rich because good lord nobody's stopping this runaway train printing money that's it and good for them yeah absolutely love it absolutely next news item all right (laughs) speaking of our friends at grindstone toys call sign longbows kickstarter is coming next month um be sure to to get more of the details uh, from our back catalog. Uh, Troy and John were on What's on Joe Mind 171 a few months ago. Troy was back on 208 just a few weeks ago. And we've got a picture up here of Scott Lancer McMasters because it was announced this week. He is going to be one of the four initial offerings in their Kickstarter when it launches in May. Uh, so head over to Kickstarter, type in call sign Longbow, and you can sign up to be notified when the campaign begins. Again, that's going to be in a couple of weeks. Uh, so I know a lot of our fans are fired up about this project. Go ahead and get yourself out there. Get signed up and you can be one of the first folks to sign in and get this thing back. That's a good looking figure. Yeah. yeah it is. It, it's like if if they they did, um, it's, like, it, it's like a good Falcon V2 almost. Yeah. It's like Footloose if they made his waist piece better. Well, you know, Dusty's got that too. Not quite the diaper that Footloose is rocking though, right? It, it's not as bad, but it's the same design. Yeah. But Footloose is like the, the poster boy for Oops, I Crap My Pants. Like, come on. I'm more excited about RoboSkull than I was about my kids' births. <laughs> It'll cost me less. To, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so there, there you go, parents. Right there, Robo Skull costs less than your kids. Get on board. There you go. Eats less. We'll, won't have to go to college. Right. But uh, Matthew Comstock says when you see a creator with Osprey books and that Warsaw Pact uniforms poster that you had as a kid, 
you have to back this. Yes, yes, that is true. If you want uh, minutia in your military detail, call sign longbows for you. Um, and, and of course, your mileage on that sort of thing may vary, but fact of the matter is these are, are kick-ass three-and-three-quarter O-ring style figures. They're going to work pretty seamlessly with your G.I. Joe collection. So get on in on this. And again, Scott Lancer McMasters, that's your first um, first uh, guaranteed uh, 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 guy thing, fella. Dude, thing, yeah. <laughs> Contributor. Oh, figure good. in the assortment, right? Yeah, right. Um, so we we there are some questions. We will have some questions for for some time for crowd questions. If it's not related to the news items, save those for later. We will get to those later. Yeah. So hang in there. I, I see a few of them popping up. We'll get to you, but but get get us when we're we're taking crowd questions. And uh, C.S. Sherman asks, if you don't like the Robo Skull, you can sell it. Try doing that with a baby. <laughs> so, good. Also, good point. Also, a good point. You know, it, it's not that you couldn't sell that baby, but there might be percussion repercussions there. Yeah. You know, it's it's one of those things we cannot officially endorse. I've known some babies that need to be sold, but I cannot officially endorse that action. That's terrible. What an awful thing to say. I know. <laughs> monster <laughs> we were in the uh in one of the museums we visited had a whole ton of greek architecture and stuff yeah and they had their you know bits from around the parthon they were talking about how athena was born because zeus had a monster headache and he asked hephaestus to strike his head with an axe and out popped athena fully grown and armored and i'm like yeah so it's not just a greek myth that kids are a headache right yeah oh I mean, well, let's face it, it's better than passing her as a kidney stone. So that's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Zeus, Zeus was a weird guy. Yeah, he really was. Yeah. But um uh next news item. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Oh, <laughs> and, and Mike said not to step on each other. <laughs> Going on right now, Total Action Force Volume 2 is live on Kickstarter um, through May 5th. We are over 75% funded with uh, a couple of weeks left to go. Uh, so by all means, get in on this one. Let's see if we can get some stretch goals unlocked on this project. Um, as somebody who's got Volume 1, absolutely one of the best purchases I made last year. Fantastic book. Uh I mean, Patty is is great. It's a it's a wealth of information about what was going on with our favorite brand overseas. Uh, Brian is a master photographer, uh, setting up dioramas. You, you just you can't go wrong with this 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 book. Oop, oop, oop. I twitched, but uh, so yes, absolutely one hundred percent supported by what's on Joe Mind. Total Action Force Volume Two. Yeah, do it big time. Rob, did you get uh, you get volume one, or you just been reading on my reading mine? I've just been reading yours. Yes, well, free free access, like a library. You're a bum. You keep reading all of his old Superior Spider-Man comics. I have my own. Oh, just saying. <laughs> a lot of which I bought you for you for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, still, it's, it's whatever. It doesn't matter how I got them. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me all about Spinneret. I don't know about her yet. 
I don't really either. That's actually um, Mary Jane from like an alternate reality where no. they didn't erase the wedding. They stayed married and she got spider powers. I thought she was jackpot. No, that was no jackpot turned out to be somebody completely else. I thought that was Mary Jane. Nope. Yes. So hard. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just go with it, Mark. Whatever okay. you think, it's correct. Okay. Is Squirrel Girl involved somehow? Yes. No. <laughs> it's unbeatable, you know. But uh, Doug Dello says volume one is incredible. I've yeah. already backed volume two. Me too, Doug Dello. Yeah, volume one is just ridiculous. One of the stretch goals for volume two is that volume one goes back to the printer. So if you missed out on volume one, now's your chance. And one of the stretch goals they should have had was a copy of whatever Pokemon card Destro has around his neck there. Jake Paul style, right? It's a very obscure WrestleMania joke, but yeah, but <laughs> but for at least four people, well, three of us on the podcast, it was hysterical. <laughs> I don't know about hysterical, Mark. Hey, whatever. I mean, it's 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 not uh, it, it's it, not uh, throwing pillows at your at your younger brother. No, but take however however minimally funny it was and divide it by jet lag, and it ain't bad. Next news item. Your turn. Boop boop. <laughs> so yeah, that, yeah, that ends May fifth. So get get your shekels together. We gotta we gotta yeah. back look here. And of course, uh, the big news this week: uh, Hasbro Pulse announced that we got a fan first Tuesday coming next week. Okay, Tuesday, sure, great, thanks, thanks for that, Hasbro. Absolutely, <laughs> my worst day of the entire week. <laughs> If we want to scoop them, then we better do it tonight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> ah, fine. Let them have their fun. We're revealing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, straight off of Twitter there, whether you're Yojo or Cobra, you don't want to miss out on the next G.I. Joe Fan First Tuesday, happening on April 26th at 11 o'clock Eastern on the Hasbro P Pulse YouTube channel. Join Emily, Lenny, and Tony as they bring updates, reveals, and yes, pre-orders. So there you go. I uh, I get your wallets ready, folks, and uh, we'll probably get more more as as far as what's up with that mind bender, and um, maybe maybe even some new new pictures, some new reveals. Who knows? Um, we are off book now, according to our list. There we go. Uh, Diana Davis has that that particular uh, combination. It is Emmy Lenton. That's the crowd that's bringing it to us. That's the team. And we'll be on live at noon for five hours to discuss. <laughs> no, what, what are we no. covering? A Super Bowl? Oh, we're not. <laughs> if you want, if you want to go on on Tuesday night, we could we could do that for a little bit. But I promise you, I will not be pleasant. <laughs> Tuesday is is the worst day of the week for me. Right. Absolutely. Every week. The worst day. Well, let, let's see what they what they unveil. If it's yeah. uh, disheartening, then we should totally go on with Bitchy Mike. Might be the best show ever. <laughs> and, and just imagine when these pre-orders are going to you know come due. Right? Yeah, because the last ones were March of 2023. Yeah, that's true. There should I'd be some right the, in like November. I'd love to see the cold open where Mike just goes, Dah! <laughs> 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 Play the music. Yeah. 
C was I'll, angry that day, my friends. I'll start it and then I'll I'll click right out of it because I don't want to hear it past three seconds. Right. Right. It'll come up on uh, nine o'clock. It'll just be Mike going. Meh. Okay, Andrew Goffkin says the pre-order is still waiting to find out when the Target ones are going to be released. They're starting. <laughs> to pop up. They're starting to pop up in the UK. So uh-huh. I know the the orders for mine through Target.com has been showing up on the front end of my my uh, my billing for a couple of weeks now. So it, it shouldn't be shouldn't be too long now. Oh yeah, those Target pre-orders are surely going to make their way to all of you Joe fans. <laughs> no doubt about it because oh. they've got this pre-order stuff absolutely ironed out and locked down yeah but uh, looking forward to some sky striker updates that would be nice yeah, I mean, point. be nice I, I look they always find something to surprise us with uh, we even when we thought we had everything figured out they threw an o-ring line at us they, so, didn't, su- they didn't surprise us for like seven months well, it, they did, is what I'm saying. With an O-ring and a Sky Striker, they did. With an O-ring Sky Striker at us. They surprised us pretty good. We had no idea that was coming. Surprised me that it was the same size as the old Sky Striker, but... That's a little bigger. Yeah. yeah see, Charlie Kokoski, he's he's ready for this. Here it comes. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And you, and you better respect it, Charlie, because I'm bringing the consistency. <laughs> That's true. If nothing else, we're, we're like the 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 poorly written face turn has not happened for Mark Weber. Yet. No, no, and nobody would buy it anyway. Right. So, <laughs> nope. So if you wanna if you wanna you know see the day where I say the chest cut is fine, or having a different artist for every box is brilliant. Or Scarlet should be left-handed. Scarlet should be left-handed with two-tone hair. Keep waiting. File cards aren't important. Keep waiting. But uh, Torpedo Mike asks, weren't they promising new big reveals on this one? I guess. I mean, it says the reveals right there in the tweet, so maybe. Armor bot. Maybe. <laughs> Haslab flag, call with it. Target's been processing my order since October, and there's no... I cannot pronounce Andrew's name. I have tried. I've tried three different things now, and every time it is just not correct. So I'm doing my best, man. Just say what up, G. This, this matters to me. My name is Irizarry. Nobody can pronounce it, so I try to pronounce people's names. I, I can pronounce it. You suck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the the too easy, the too easy. I look. I'm actually I'm proud of you for just being right there with the timing on that. So. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that you did, but it means that I have to curse you now. <laughs> but next news item is there is no more news items. Oh, we got a little go. dancing guy. We got oh, a little dancing guy. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that happy little dude. I'll, wait, I'll, give, you a, I'll, give, I'll give you a Hamley uh, Toy Store news update from London. Okay. Hamley's like their Toys R Us. It's a big deal. It was a cool store. It's like five stories straight up, escalators up the middle. Not a single G.I. Joe toy. Not one. But it wasn't as bad as Transformers, which they said was on the fifth floor, the very top, like the you know grown-up kid area, I guess. And on the fourth floor, they had like a 15-foot-tall Optimus, all lit up, pointing up to the fifth floor. Nothing on the fifth floor. Mm. Not one. Like, dude. So if you think Hasbro struck out at Hamley, it's not true because they had plenty of Peppa Pig. Well, <laughs> well, it Black is Star London. 
Black Star Ninja adds, I asked Emily on Instagram if there's any O-ring updates on Tuesday. She said, no, this is just for classified new O-ring updates. She said, Yojo June. So, okay, fair enough. All right, good to know. Uh, action figure expert throws in there, is it me or is there no kind of 40-year anniversary for Real American Hero? I feel like there should have been. Um, that's kind of what they've been theming things all year. I don't know if you've seen what they're putting out for classified, but they look like anniversary Real American Hero offerings to me. Uh, <laughs> they are they are the same figure in a bigger scale. Yeah. I don't know what else you want, man. Um, uh, Black Star Ninja continues. Emily did also say on Instagram they will reveal new classified figures, so there will be some new ones. Excellent, excellent. Classified Flash, count it. Mm-hmm. Championship, bang. What do they call? What do they call him though? Doesn't matter, I guess. Anthony he'll, Flash, Gambella. Yeah, he'll be or Sergeant Flash or something. Whatever. Maybe Tony will flex some of that Tony Palella polo. Uh, Tony When I won a fabulous prize from what's on Joe Mind. So I, I got to go back and watch my own backish episode. Uh, right. To figure out how to pronounce his name. We need a phonetic spelling here. Right. <laughs> and uh, Hasbro Pulse did have Baroness and Barbecue back in stock. So if you missed on that one, uh, go ahead and get out there. Get on, get on a pulse. Mm-hmm. Galgan. Galgan, that's how it's pronounced. Like ow, when, but with G's. Okay. All right. What up, what up, G? <laughs> Galgan. Galgan. Right. Okay. So, right. so Galgan. We're gonna this. This is going right up on the TikTok channel right here. This is this is the quality, the quality entertainment that TikTok patrons count on us for. But that's not God Jen, right? Because Jen would be with a J for the pronunciation. Jane, Jane, the Gifford Jeff, the very French pronunciation. Jane, Gifford Jeff, Jane. That's not how you pronounce Gif, but whatever. <laughs> That's uh what after he when he anyways. Uh Charlie Kalkowski is pl- being cynical. I heard another version of Roadblock. <laughs> Star Brigade Roadblock. Star Brigade. Star- you know what? That is the Star- one figure Star- in that entire line that looks like an actual astronaut. <laughs> yeah. It's no trouble. No trouble. Sorry for taking up time with pronouncing my name. Look, man, it, look, we gotta get this right. You're here every week. Mm-hmm. We gotta get this taken care of. So the everybody who had uh, questions before, now is that time. By okay. hit, us, hit us now with questions about stuff that we're not not necessarily talking about. Uh, also, want to give we'll we'll take a moment here. Give the reminder um, if you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead and give us some kind of reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Uh, we've got uh, I don't know how many. Looks like uh, seven or eight little huggy guys as it is, and a few few thumbs up past that. Um, if you're watching us on Facebook, uh, please uh, like this video, leave a big big boy comment down below when you can, um, and uh, and and subscribe to our channel. My God, subscribe to the channel, uh, share us in your individual uh, uh, social media channels. Uh, Lord knows it means more when you do it than when I do it. That's why I stopped doing it because nobody was seeing them anyway. Um, but uh, I'm I'm gonna 
I'm going to go ahead and, and turn the first question over to Doug Dello because it's a question that I had for Mark. Yeah. Did Mark not visit all the cool stuff? They were closed. Oh. They were closed. I went there like five times. You did not. Lies. Lies, I say. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, let's peel the curtain back or rip it back, as it were. Uh, London's my wife's favorite city. She's been there like eight times, and I've never been. And my wife is a fully licensed travel agent. So when I first broached the concept of, hey, well, what about taking the kids to London and me to uh, London for spring break? The very next day, she's like, here's the full itinerary. It's booked. And let me tell you, was it ever booked? So she did a great job, uh, but it was stuffed. So there really wasn't much room for uh, maneuvering on this trip. That's okay. But. But Mrs. Weber will be back there like a moth to a flame uh, and likely me in tow. So next time. Poor lonely Dave. Now, now that, I mean, this time you need to make sure that you are next time you're, you're throwing that out there in advance. Like, look, I got people. Yeah, definitely. Cause no, I mean, no slight to Dave. Dave's the man. But I got the one thing I she said, well, what would you want to do in London? I said, or in England, I said, Stonehenge. Would love to do Stonehenge. Right there in his neighborhood. I know, right? Right I mean, but, there. Yeah, but we were, man, we got that done. on But it was on a tour. It wasn't like we just drove out there, right? We it's, were on a bus. Stuff not on the Stonehenge tour. We were, it should be, right? Look, Dave has so many jobs, he might have been driving the bus. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible, right? <laughs> So, but yeah, we, I, I didn't, I don't have the pictures ready because who wants to do a slideshow, but we did an after hours Stonehenge tour, which means they actually let you in the ropes and in the rocks, right? You're just not allowed to touch the rocks, but yeah, no, you no. are right in there. And it was, it was really cool. So that's why, that's why I didn't make it the next time for sure. And no, start- no offense to Dave Tree, who we love. You start touching the rocks. It's like the ancient world version of Domino Rally. That's no good. <laughs> Yeah, it's, like, it's not good, right? It'll probably fall over onto poor Dave. Yeah, it could be. Vagon has the question. You got seventeen ninety nine Super Seven figures. You know the same Kenner Marvel ones for ten ninety nine. How does that happen? Well, I'll answer this one. One is made by Super Seven, and they decided to sell theirs at seventeen ninety nine, and the other one is made by Hasbro, and they decided to sell theirs for ten ninety nine. And and I don't know any of this for sure. But I'm pretty damn sure that Hasbro is paying a bigger royalty to Disney uh, or DC than Super Seven is paying to Hasbro for GI Joe. So, and I'm pretty sure is, I'm pretty sure Hasbro has a lot more clout with a factory to bring production costs down. Yeah, and one is I mean, and just look at them. One of them is a straight collector play, right? They're really not making reaction figures for kids, right? Whereas the Marvel and the DC stuff is hopefully, yeah. Yeah. you know, aimed at, I don't want to say the right age group, but a younger demographic. So. Yes. I guarantee you, most kids who just, if they happen to see a reaction Joe figure and go, Mom, this looks cool. I guarantee it. Well, it's usually mom. God, that sounded sexist, but that's, that's sort of how it's talked about in the industry because they say if it's a parent making the purchasing decision, 70% of the time it's mom. So don't don't read that the wrong way that I said, Mom, that's... No, 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 no. I, I worked for Target, and they used to tell us that 
if you are male and you shop to Target, well, thanks for the business. But that store is set up specifically to be appealing to women. Yep. That's, that's their demographic. That's who they're trying to, to drive home with. That's it. But mom is not saying yes to the impulse purchase at $17.99. Yeah. Maybe $10.99. Maybe not even that. But not seventeen ninety nine. Yeah, when I worked for Pennies, every every sales meeting, anytime they talked about the customer, it was always pronounced she. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's just the truth of it. But uh, Nick Adams asked, "Does anyone else have siblings built like a Funko Pop figure? They're really fast, mostly due to momentum. Uh, we used to, but he <laughs> yeah. kind of grew into it. Yeah. Uh, shoot, I I used to be that kid too, but I I grew. Lord knows that the. <laughs> Sadly, my giant head is kind of in proportion with the rest of me at this point. <laughs> you got to run fast to keep the cranium balanced. Right. Otherwise, your neck gets sore. Uh, Sean Russell asked, was was it anything like the Griswolds? Was what like the Griswolds? I'm going to get vacation. vacation uh, oh, in. no, 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 no. We had a good time. I mean, you didn't win P Pig in the Poke. We saw you guys <laughs> went down horribly on Pig in the Poke. Uh, look, look kids, Big Ben, Parliament. You guys all shouted me down when I dissed Princess Bride a couple weeks ago, but <laughs> is there a more overrated comic than Chevy Chase ever? Uh, it depends. He's got some. He, he has some spikes. I'll absolutely give yeah. him that. But wow, there, there's some like, good Chevy Chase movies. There are. Yeah, and there's a lot of crap. Yeah, a lot. So you've got he's like the Burt Reynolds of comedy. But like, if you he's one of the in the pantheon of SNL alums, right? And I'd take almost any of the luminaries over him, any of the other SNL stars. Just yeah, I just so. say the top of his library is is really good. He's got some spikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the the first Fletch, the uh, National Lampoon Vacation, and Christmas yeah. Vacation. Mm. Uh, the, other, the other ones, eh, I'm not so big on. I'd take Spies Like Us over any National Spies Lampoon like us. Vacation. Uh, funny. Is I was people I was scared? I was told there would be no math. Yeah. <laughs> Funny Farm is a great Chevy Chase movie. Yeah. So yeah, no, there's there's some some really good really good movies. The fact that he's seemingly uh, quite the asshole outside of work is you know. That's, oh no, fully at work from yeah, and at work from, yeah. from stories, but uh, no, it wasn't like an asshole anthem. We actually we had a really good trip. And we went, we went to a, a soccer game, my favorite bit. We asked all the co all our coaches in the town league are British. And we looked at the home teams because I don't have a favorite team. It always seemed artificial to just pick a British team that's my team, right? So, but a couple of years ago, there's that story of the guy, the Lion of Millwall. And Millwall's this lower level soccer club uh, over there, small from a small town. He's in a pub getting sloppy drunk. And some guys rush in to start stabbing people. Because that's what they do in England because they don't have firearms, right? Right. And this guy gets up from the bar and goes, F you, I'm Millwall, and rushes them, tackles three guys, gets stabbed 15 times, survives, and is this conquering hero forever. So I said, I want to go see Millwall. And every coach to a man said, mate, you're not taking your family to Millwall. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> two, two weeks ago, Joe Colton, after the show, said, you're not going to Millwall. No. So, <laughs> you're not going to Millwall. So we went to Tottenham. And you don't have enough insurance. They have a great stadium. Near as I can tell, Tottenham is kind of the Chicago Cubs, right? Super popular. Usually wins quite a bit, but never wins the big one that really. 
And but they're having a really good year, top four, and they play Brighton, little you know, little city on the coast, and they played flat. And good lord, big stadium packed. You never heard a crowd silence as quickly as that stadium was when Brighton scored in the 89th minute to go up one nothing. <laughs> and but but they separate the road fan. The road fans have their own section, right? One nil. Yeah, one nil. Yeah, on in that match on the pitch, I can talk it. Yeah. Uh, but they have their own section for the road fans to keep them from fighting and intermixing with the home fans. And so the stadium went dead quiet, other than that one corner down by the flag, right? And they went friggin' nuts. So it was still a good, uh, a good uh, event. It was fun to go, but the home crowd and then the, the Brighton guys are and they're like sea foam teal are their colors. Yeah. So you can't miss them parading out of the stadium, singing their songs amidst, God, I don't know, 80,000 really disappointed Tottenham fans. So. That, that's the thing that we don't have here for our sports teams is songs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the Bears have one. The Commanders used to have one. I don't know if they still do. Probably. Um, you know, Michigan has their Hail to the Victors. Well, oh, that's God. a college fight song. Yeah, but like, hey, look, every college has a fight song, but not yeah. too many have lyrics. Yeah. You know? On the no, they all have lyrics. It's just that nobody knows them. Nobody, nobody knows cares. them, yeah. yeah. Like the I said, there's a couple that people still care. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, like, what would we... We'd be singing the, the old 80s, you know, Yankees theme song, which didn't have words. <laughs> 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 and then, well, uh, New York, uh, New York. Dude, no. the, wor the worst for me was uh, at Arizona State when USC was in their heyday, the Reggie Bush type years. Their band is pretty big and pretty. They play pretty loud, and they would play the fight song for every first down, not not just touchdowns, not just yeah. randomly hype up the team, but every first down. And that was those teams were ridiculous. So it was like they had the fight song on loop. In yeah. your stadium, ba 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 da ba da ba da ba da. I mean, the, the good part, the good part of it is, is that you know when they were playing Arizona State, uh, first downs and touchdowns were usually the same play. Quite a bit. So, no, this was before Herm got there to to NFLize our squad, which means that all our players are leaving in free agency. But whatever, or they're, they're getting cut. I'm not bitter. <laughs> Uh, Cornelius McGillicuddy asks, do you guys think Hasbro would be willing to pay a royalty to Larry Hama, Ron Rudat, and Kirk Bazigian so they use their likenesses on the Tunnel Rat, Leatherneck, and Law figures? No. Uh, no, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Not a bad idea. No, and, and look, I'm not, yeah, I'm not dismissing this question, but are they going to, are they going to do that? I would be surprised. I mean, they actually put out a bit a couple of years ago that said no more using real faces real right. faces anyway. right so it was actually the, the funny bit was right after that when they said no more names no more likenesses none of it because they didn't they just didn't want the legal hassle down the road right and it was right after that 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 i pitched to daryl about sightline and went we could make this you know for jerry and i think it'd be it would really resonate with the community and it'd be a really cool thing to do for him and it was right after they put out that memo and so <laughs> to get it you know i it's it's no secret though the whole story that the genesis of that is out there but it was my basic concept but daryl's the one that went up to legal 
to say, hey, you know that memo, memo you just sent out? How about one more? So, <laughs> but it was the the strength of the story and the reason behind the blessing of the family. The, the bit that we were not using his legal name that on the file card, he's Gary Goggles. And, right. uh, and the fact that the figure is covered head to toe, right. right? There's zero likeness to anybody on that figure. Um, but that was, Daryl was the one who got that through legal right after they said, this door is shut forever. He went, wait. Stick that heel in there. Right. One more thing. Just one more. To bring back the topic of Chevy Chase, Charlie Garrison reminds us that Caddyshack is out there. Oh my God. How did we forget we that? Caddyshack. That, that is, that's a, that's a bad on us. Uh, action figure expert asked no love for nothing but trouble or memoirs of an invisible man. That is correct. There is no love for either of those movies. You you saw nothing but trouble in the theater. Yeah. Because <laughs> Under the Cherry Moon was sold out. <laughs> oh, man. Look, look. John Candy's in that movie. And I, I go to see John Candy movies in the theater at that point in my life. And uh, I was really disappointed by that. One. And we're talking. I love Who's Harry Crumb, right? <laughs> And I still, I had problems getting through nothing but trouble. It was we had, we had that at Pacific Video, just saying. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Comstock says Chevy Chase playing D and D in Community was hilarious. That's true. Chevy Chase was good in Community. Community was Community's a good show. You don't you don't, you haven't seen Community? Go check out Community. Wasn't that the, didn't they have the GI Joe episode? They did. Yeah, that they did. Chevy Chase was gone by then. They'd killed off his character by that, by that point. But, oh, and then Three Amigos. Three Amigos. Anyways. Diana Davis has it right. What's that? In the comments. In the comments. She has a lot of comments. The bottom one. Very bottom. Yeah. I, I'm not there yet. Ah, uh, well. There we go. Steve Martin would be better than Chevy Chase movies. On the whole, yeah. Uh, God like, damn right. Right there. Yeah. Steve Martin underrated, even though he's a banjo player now. <laughs> he just did only murders in the building, right? And then, well, and he's still hysterical. So now you're like, how many years of great comedy did we lose to that banjo? There's a, there's a second season coming in a month and a half. Will you relax? If, if I if I could get my hands on that banjo, it'd be London calling all over oh again. God, let the man have a hobby. <laughs> For Pete's sake, he played. The, he's been playing that banjo his whole life. Dance for me, monkey. Do what I like. Put the arrow on your head. <laughs> Do it. Oh, yes. Okay. Still what... no sequel to the King's Hut song. Like, how long have we been waiting? Come on. Viper Scout says he was the worst amigo, and that's saying something when Martin Short is there. First Mark... off, there will, be, there will be no besmirching Martin Short on this. No. One. I no. thought they called him Martin Short. Martin Short. <laughs> yeah, Martin Short. <laughs> His shirt in that movie did leave a little bit desired. So yeah. you cannot besmirch a little Nettie Needlelander. <laughs> weren't weren't you? Or really any character I, Martin Short plays. Aren't you Ned Needlelander from Little Nettie Goes to War? Little Nettie Goes to War. God Almighty, I love that movie. Uh, so so like the wind, old one. I guess San Diego Superchargers is out now. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Love yeah. that bit. Yeah. I, I, Chris Berman, I'm sure, is still plays that every night before he goes. <laughs> the New York football giants. Thanks right. for clarifying. Right. You hack. He's not you the, hack. He's not the only one. He's a hack. It's their legal name. 
I I love Chris Berman. I thought he meant the New York Giants. I thought he meant Mel Ott and Chris. Uh, they ask, do I still hate Mercer? Yeah. Why would I stop? He's terrible. No, no, no. no. He asked if you still hate Mercer. Look, man, you want to you want to harp on spelling? He got it right the second time. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe you had a Mercer hat that we didn't know about. No, that would be just some terrible flat top wig. But maybe maybe a Bobby Mercer hat. Right. Oh, now we're talking. You hate Bobby Mercer? No. Okay. Mark, he's been a banjo player since the 70s. Probably before that, he's been yeah. playing for like his whole life almost, hasn't he? He was like playing at Knoxbury Farms when he was a What's kid. your favorite Steve Martin banjo song? I don't need one. It's right? Song. What's your favorite Steve Martin comedy bit? Who sits around and listens to bluegrass, Mark? Nobody. I, nobody <laughs> listens to techno, so let's go. But if it makes the man happy, well, let him play his bluegrass music. I need him to be happy. I want me to be uh, happy. More oh, Steve God. Martin humor. Because we lost him for like a decade to like Father of the Bride, smiling, genial Disney comedy stuff. Look, man. And now we're losing him to banjo. Like, no, I want, I want, you Those know. He's bought him a nice house. I, well, everybody's got to get paid. That's fine. Look, I, I, Ice T has been playing a cop for 30 <laughs> years, right? After making the Cop Killer album or song. So, Whatever, but he's good at comedy. More comedy. Hans Chow asks, uh, will we ever see modern style Joes again that aren't third party, that is? Um, you know, I hope so. But it doesn't seem to be the way things are going right now. Um, G.I. Joe's a funny line in the sense that some characters, some characters that people really like, let's for example, let's say Beachhead. Um, Who? They like they got this right in 1986. They haven't done it this well since. But there's some other characters that they didn't do as well back in the day, and they've done much better in in the many years since then. Uh, like uh, that modern sculpt that that Cobra Viper. Cobra Viper is a great figure in 1986, but man, that one from the the, the 2010s. Yeah, that is a beast. Yeah. Okay. Um, good luck getting better than that one in any scale in any build, because uh, that guy is awesome. Yeah, low light, so, good example. Yeah, great, great original figure, but the, the yeah. redo. Yeah, Chef's kiss. Yeah. Yes, just so, just absolutely perfect. The one thing that whole era has going for it is a ton of existing tooling. So yes. if they wanted to go back to something where they wouldn't have to make a lot of new tooling, it does have that going for it, but. If I had if I had one complaint about that that era of figures is that the body's a little gangly. Yeah. Um they, they need to like they need to feel a little shorter and a little thicker, I guess. Yep. Legs and arms are both a little long and the, the hips, the, the whole torso the, the hip yeah. torso's a little narrow. Way too small. Yeah. I hated how the upper part, the round of the top of the thigh, was often wider than the hips it was supposed to fit inside. Oh. Hurt. Yeah, Mutt's a big offender on that one. Yeah, that 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 twentieth, uh, that fifth anniversary Mutt. Yeah, his his legs are a little out of whack. In his defense, though, he's a computer. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I, I think it just more depends. We're we're on a we're on a major nostalgia kick, right? So, any 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 thoughts of new product is classified, and even that's being styled like the 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 nostalgia. 
and then we've got o-rings and i don't think they want to sink any more resources into another style of gi joe right now so maybe somewhere down the road the the wave of hey let's bring back the modern joes will will kick in again and lord knows maybe if they if they ever want to try to appeal to younger kids lower price point existing zooling right lot to yeah. choose from but there is obvious i mean and it's great for collectors and for you know grown-ups like us but it's obvious the line is not focused on kids or youth at all right now not a bit i i i love how comments are going crazy on on the popularity of bluegrass right now just right stop <laughs> who, who am i who am i offended stop. Stop being the internet and taking everything so damn seriously. Stop Because I can keep going. I already pissed off all the Princess Bride fans, all the Chevy Chase fans, all the Bluegrass fans. Come at me, bro. Look, all of the Chevy Chase fans will give you the point. He's an asshole, and that's why you don't like him. No, I think he's an overrated comic, and that's why I don't like him. Well, you come on now. You think he's an overrated comic because he's an asshole, right? Uh, we didn't really, the stories about him being a, a real life jerk really didn't start coming out until the internet hit, right? Mm, no. No. Is it well before that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Look, he got in a fight with Bill Murray when he went back to host Saturday Night Live. People knew <laughs> about that then. Bill Murray probably whipped his ass. Bill, Bill Murray apparently got a good shot in. Yeah. But, uh, anyways. Yeah, it's a little ironic since not long ago we were asking if we ever see O-ring style figures again, right? And now, yep. and now people are asking, will we ever see O-rings for less than 40 bucks? Which is a fair question. Um, let's see. I'm going through here. Uh, is it me or is there no, no sort of 40-year anniversary for Real American Hero? Um, yeah, the whole thing's kind of a 40-year anniversary. They're all, all the styling of the new figures is exactly like the styling of the old figures. They've got O-ring construction figures coming back out. I don't see where this is. We, we've touched on this before. I don't see where you're making this connection. But yeah, it seems like everything is an homage to Real American Hero right now. So uh, can't can't get behind you on that one, brother. Sorry. If you were looking for like that whole first year line to get anniversary this year, uh, that ship sailed about, what, five years ago? Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't think most of the Joe fandom necessarily cares about the original thirteen, right? Uh, I, I think. I think the the old died in the wool folks like us do, mm -hmm. but the group as a whole, they they don't like. They don't want to see short fuse. They don't want to see zap. They don't want to see grand slam. They don't want to see the guys that nobody knows. I think the scary truth is the whole Joe community is all died in the wool guys like us. Mm. That's what mm. I think, but I don't know about that. Mm. I don't know about that. I think there's just some some that we haven't necessarily embraced that uh, that are that are out there. Like uh, your like your pal down in St. Louis, who everybody should hug. Right. <laughs> Embrace him. Have, have, have you, oh my God, Dave! Have you not met Dave Draper before? I'm not sure. Okay, I, I haven't hugged him. Uh, probably not. No. Probably not. You would remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait. Here's a fringe fan. My buddy, I just got his text tonight from my buddy Chris, who I went to high school with. And he says, and I quote, finally watched Snake Eyes movie. 
I think they should have called it Storm Shadow is a badass. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good. Tell, yeah. tell him he's spot on. Yep. Dead on. Andrew Galgan says, uh, any thoughts on what the next classified vehicle might be? For me, uh, the trouble bubble is begging to be made. Uh, you, you know, that Serpentor's chariot rumor seems to be out there. I don't know how much water it holds. Yeah. But that that does seem pretty natural. Yeah. With no insight on that. Yeah, absolutely. On, it no just makes no knowledge. None. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I have no that 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 it just it just kind of screams, yeah, just big big well-known character with his own thing. Yeah. We're we're at a point now where Serpentor is probably the best known character that is yeah. not represented in classified. Yeah. But it's that kind, that's what we should be talking about for a classified vehicle, right? You're looking at uh, a claw, you're looking at a trouble bubble, you're looking at a Serpentor's chariot, a chameleon for Zartan if they want to kick the Zartan sculpt out there again. That's what we should be looking at. Uh, Blackstar Ninja says, I just want them to release a 10-pack of Cobra Troopers and officers from the San Diego Comic-Con Missile Command at headquarters. They were the best modern officers and troopers, and they got the colors and Cobra sig Sigil nice and big. Agreed. Those were they yeah. great figures. That's the last thing I worked on. But the but the the bones of it, the work of it, that's Bobby Valla. He yeah. killed it on that set. Yeah, I tell you, Cobra Trooper is another one that the 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 modern build did absolutely wonderfully. Yep. Like, good luck getting better than that. Yep. And the one they did the worst, we talked about him a couple weeks ago. Televiper. <laughs> I pitched putting the Televiper out again, and John Ward went, no, no, no. No, I said, well, then let's fix him. He's like, you want to spend an item count on a Televiper? So seeing as I only have three this year, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're coming around. Alcorn <laughs> says, are people really complaining that there's a lack of highly articulated 118 figures on the market right now? I think, um, again, if you're into the specialty uh, folks, uh, you know, if you're into Boss Fight, if you're into Marauder, and you, you like you're connected enough to know about them, then no, you're not. Yeah. Um, if you're really in on toys, no, you're not. But if you're a casual fan, eh, there isn't a whole lot out there in that scale for you. If you're if you're just somebody who 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 goes to to Walmart, who goes to Target, who goes to the the drugstore, and, and wants to see what's out there, you don't you don't see that represented. You just there's, see, yeah. I, there's collectors out there that that the three and three quarter. I mean, that's their hill, then they're going to die on it. But right. you know. Right. Yeah. So I, I imagine they're not happy, but I mean, they're they're what the twelve inch collectors were saying, you know, yeah. back in the early eighties. But whatever the hot property is, basically gets to set the scale. So yeah, pretty much. You know, GI Joe was the hot property in the sixties, so everything was made twelve inch. Yeah. Right. Mego was hot in the seventies. Everything was eight inch. But when Star Wars came around. Everything's three and three quarters. But everything skewing bigger means skewing more expensive means yeah. we're just abandoning kids pretty much all together. Or saying we'll get them with an app or with a game that yeah. we aren't even going right. to try. But the, like I said, the most consistent sellers right now are like Star Wars, Black, and Marvel Legends. So they're six inch. That's set in the scale. Yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't necessarily put Black on that list anymore, but Star Legends certainly. Yeah. Cornelius uh, McGillicuddy finally asks us a good good question of of what what's really on joe mind mm -hmm. what characters you guys hope are announced on tuesday mark weber you've been overseas you're tired yes yeah. happy 
Yes. <laughs> Go ahead and give us a first answer on this. I mean, this is, I mean, you can skin it a couple of different ways. For me, interrogator, my favorite Cobra. But eh, come on, it's not going to happen. So, uh, look, if interrogator is your answer, interrogator is your answer. Interrogator is who I want. Uh, who do I who do I think is more legit? Who do I think is going to happen? I think Serpenter and the Air Chariot make a ton of sense. So I see that. Actually, uh, I think probably next next Joe's off the board are probably going to be like either Shipwreck or Hawk. Yeah, good yeah. calls. Yeah, yeah, I got nothing to. I mean, who do I want to see? We already know who I want to see. I, I, I'm in for Flash, man. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see him before we... I think we'll get a sci-fi before we get a Flash. But Was sci-fi on the packaging at some point on the back? No. Was he in the game? He was in, he's the, in game. the game. I know that. He's one of the playable characters in the game, no less. And he was he was on their website, like a lot of those. Yeah, but that doesn't... Yeah. I, just, I mean, they've made figures that still aren't on the website. Well, given that they are obviously the first couple of series were focused yeah. on syncing visually with that game, but the fact that we've gotten beyond that might mean that sci-fi wasn't and isn't going to be made, and that's good news for Flash fans. I think. Uh, I don't. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know if seeing one necessarily precludes the other one. See, I think. Probably. I think they make a sci-fi before Flash just to avoid the the legal headache. Yeah, yeah particularly be. particularly if you know, look, that's that that's so overblown. Like it, it just is it? it no, I, I mean it, it just look. All they have to do is put them next to one another and say, "This is a superhero who runs really fast. This is a soldier with a laser gun, and he's oh, got I know, and he's got a different name." So the fact that Flash is his code name just doesn't matter as much as it used to. He's Sergeant Anthony Flash Gambello, or he's Sergeant Flash, or he's... Oh, well, that's how you get around it. But yeah, I, it's a matter of whether they want to bother with that. But if they're going to make him, they're just going to do that. It, it doesn't cost them anything. Now, Mike, this is sacrilegious probably, but my least favorite part of the original Flash figure is the actual gun. What's but that? My least favorite big part of the original Flash figure is the gun. Agreed. It's the rifle. Yeah. So if they make a new one, I'd love to see them give him something even, I don't say even more futuristic, but something a little more sturdier, something a little more intimidating, right? I agree. Okay. I, I, agree. Wasn't, I wasn't sure how. I, I always liked the, the, the setup they had for him in the comic book. Like, Trimpy always drew this really elaborate yeah. looking laser for him. Yeah, and it it looked good. Like I'd love to see the the plastic rendition of that. If you've yeah. ever seen the pre production <laughs> sketches for Flash, it, the 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 gun they drew for him in the comic looks a little bit more like the pre production. Okay, I'd like I'd like to see him with something a little more intimidating, because I never viewed him as like a one shot sniper type guy, even though that's how Bill Nedra wrote him. But uh, I'd like to see a little more heavy artillery in that laser. Yeah, see that—that's what I was trying to say before. Diana Davis has has got me pretty good there. People want to yeah. see things that celebrate all forty years, not just the first of the. That's true, and that's what we did on Transformers when we did the Thrilling Thirty. Right. Was the initial concept was we're going to anniversary the first year, and they actually that was actually what what I had, and other people said we should probably do selected favorites from over the thirty years. And that was a much better idea, and I think had much better sales than, than what I had initially pitched. 
Reveal will be a Python Patrol crystal ball. Seems legit. He will actually be two-packed with Tiger Force Tulbas. That's it. Count there it. you go. Championship. Right? <laughs> and those I, pegs I, will be nice and toasty. <laughs> <laughs> for, the, for the cold summer months? Anyways. Well, you know, you get the air conditioning on in those places. It can get pretty chilly. Oh, somebody just mentioned, that's the other guy wants a snow job. Oh For yeah, God's sake. like they can they can do them in the big mind bender thing to get all the, you know, skis and poles and not that mind bender comes with that much stuff. But uh, Beta Ray Bob asked, "Do you think we got Tiger Force classified figures this year because it's the year of the Tiger?" Eh, no, probably not. No, we got it because it's cheap repaints. Yeah, right? <laughs> or or, <laughs> or pre paints, right? That's what Outback is basically, right? And I've done that too. You put the weaker version out first so it sells better. And then you put the class, the better version out second. That's and it's exactly it's exactly what a store exclusive should be. Exactly. That's why it, you get, it doesn't break your collection if you don't get it. That's why you get Thundercracker before Starscream, even though it's you know it's, it's a new mold. We're not starting with Starscream. You get Thundercracker first. Same idea. There we go. They gonna ask Sergeant Airborne or Ripcord. He'd be good. No, no. Pick your pick. Sergeant oh. Airborne or Ripcord? Oh, but which Airborne? <laughs> the good one. Not the, the good one. <laughs> Turbo. Oh, my God. I'm going to drop him from the broadcast. <laughs> airborne. Airborne. Absolutely. I never liked that first Ripcord figure. Right time, Rob. I think I like Airborne a little bit better. I definitely like I airborne. don't have anything against Ripcord, but. Same here. No, no problems with Ripcord, but Airborne's just a more, he's more interesting character. He's more interesting visually. I, I like Airborne. Yeah, yeah. What about, what about Crazy Legs? I, I didn't have a problem with Crazy Legs. I like Night Force Crazy Legs. Now we're talking. Uh, see, see, the normal one doesn't bother me that much. Normal one doesn't bother me, but he does look a little bit more adventure people than G.I. Joe. You know? Other than he was can, Candy Apple Red falling yeah. out of the sky with the name Crazy Legs. Well, I'm, crazy legs. I'm I mean, that was, a, that was kind of a nickname for World War II paratroopers. I know, but Stuff, it, stuff's already blowing up all over the place. So. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't make a big parachute is normally a tip off. You know, what I mean. <laughs> but opinion from Hans Chow here: one eighteenth scale is most fun to play with. Unbeatable, I would dare say. All the larger figures are fun to display and nice for photos, but play? No, it's not even mentioning the vehicles. Yeah, the yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong, yep. you know. Nope. G.I. Joe was as much a vehicle line as it was a figure line. Maybe more. So. Um, how soon before we see a reuse of the classified breaker buck? I don't Tuesday? know. Maybe Tuesday. <laughs> right. We don't, we don't know for sure. But it would be kind of silly to let it sit for too much longer. Oh, just send him through. Send him through. He's not shy. Nah. Oh, yeah, if you've never seen Pure Terror before, it's a 15-year-old who drops his his uh, AirPod down a London uh, escalator. Ooh. As it about a little white thing bouncing down and his whole week going to hell and him running after it, hands out going, no, no. <laughs> In slow-mo. No. Right. You know, it's pretty much that scene from The Untouchables. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, the baby yeah. Luckily, there was a happy ending, but no, no. 
Uh, how about a classified flash with a sunbow generic laser gun snow job gun? You know, funny story. Back when I was a kid, I, I would do that a lot. I would take uh, Grunt's generic backpack and Snow Job's gun and put them on Flash. There's nothing. Snow Job's gun is great. If they were going to pick one to make, they wanted one Joe weapon, they picked the right one. Yeah. Um, but Flash has got, he's got to have a tube coming from the gun. Got to. I don't care what it looks like. He's got to have a power cord or a feeding tube or whatever that is. Stop flashing out. Matt Rubin says, I don't think sci-fi or flash would be a first choice for Hasbro to make in the first place. Almost all the figures released in six inch were featured in the line, featured in the real American hero cartoon at some point with variants. I think sci-fi got a good amount of camera time. Yeah. Um, flash got a little bit for, for an old guy who was not available when the weekly series came on, you saw a lot of them and he did get a spotlight episode. Was he a background guy a lot? He, he was. Yeah. Just uh, like it, there he is. Yeah, so he wasn't invisible like some like you know you didn't see a whole lot of um, you know Grunt got his one episode you really didn't see him besides Short Fuse would have a line here and a line there, Zap would have a line here and a line there, but yeah, they, they they did they probably did less than Flash did. Yeah. Um. But uh, I don't know. I, I I don't think it. I don't think his. If you're if you were in this line before 1987, you're your odds are much better of being made in a classified figure than if you were not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there we go. Josiah Alcorn scoring points today. Honestly, check the definitive year by year rankings for figures. <laughs> Remember, those lists are definitive. That's right. Tiger Force Beachhead, I'm in. I'm in. Um, and you know, that's probably about where we call off. I'm just looking for one one last good one. That's a slippery slope. Right. I saw one question, I forget who said it, the asking what would be what would be the G.I. Joe equivalent of the twelve hundred dollars self transforming Optimus Prime and Trail. That, that's not a real question. Come on now. <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't know, classified defiant. You know? Classified flag with light up runways. Sure. Yeah. You know. Real working jet. Hey, uh, uh, our, our pal Andrew Galgan's got to go in there. That one right there. Perfect. There Reverse thinking with all the nerf blasters that came with the classified figures. Why hasn't Hasbro released full side classified blasters for role play? Good question. Mark, you got anything there? Just uh, just that one one of the pitches I made for the third G.I. Joe movie when it was originally going to be a sequel to Retaliation was that every Joe should have the same sidearm. Like it should be issued. This is the Joe sidearm. Not their main weapon, but the pistol on their thigh, basically, or on their hip, and have them do the same thing, and then we could make it nerf. And that would be the Joe weapon. And so, you know, everybody would want to have one to show they're on the team. So, who wouldn't love a Nerf Blaster, the snow job gun? Now, last but not least, Hans Chow asked, Do people actually like Tiger Force? I no. do. No. I'm a sucker for a cheap repaint. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Mark does not. Well, it wasn't. We didn't have Toys R Us in Ben. So I didn't even know Tiger Force existed when Tiger Force was out. 
So when I was back collecting, and I was like, "Wow, look at all these guys!" The only one I got was Sky Striker. Well, Tiger Force wasn't a um, a Toys R Us exclusive. I mean, we just none of the stores yeah. in Bend carried Tiger Force, so I didn't even know it existed until years later. Um, and Sky Striker is the only one I needed because he's the only guy unique to it. And uh, yeah, oh, I I like him okay. I think some of them are better than others. Yeah, um, but uh, I, some of them are are not good, but some of them are okay. Um, and last question: Any of you submitting a design to Operation Recall? I can't take that kind of rejection, so <laughs> probably not. It's a, it's a, you know something that looks like the Python Patrol Crimson Guard or nothing for me. So yeah, I I actually I'm if I get it together in time, I, I'll put something in. I I have some ideas, but uh, we'll 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 cross that bridge when we come to it. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Yeah, and I don't I don't mean to, to poop on it. I love what Carson's no, no, doing. No, no. I think it's fantastic. Oh yeah. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. I, it's just uh think th things at work have taken a, a right turn into crazy these last couple of weeks. So I'm if I have time, I will. If I do not, I, I will not. So we're we're uh we've suddenly gone long. Uh Mark Weber, you were gone for a week and a half. Mm -hmm. we, didn't even, we didn't even send out our snacks from Torpedo Mike to you because of the, right? in the mailbox for a week. That's a good point. Um, so, so did you get anything in? Uh, just quick. Uh, it took me forever, but I finally got Breaker. Oh, my. oh, there you go. About time. So that plugs the only classified hole. And then the other stuff. Oh, I, I got kids around, so can't talk about it too much. But I've been collecting these guys. That's a Is that Dark design. Phoenix? Yeah. All right. Pretty slick. That's it. Rack time, Rob. What'd you get in? Uh, well, uh, I'm starting to actually get pre-orders in. No Joe pre-orders, but we have Blaster. That's solid. Look, he's got a cassette. He does, and that's Reject? Reject. reject. Not, re not Reject. We call him Reject. Oh, yeah. That's when you smush, rewind, and eject together. <laughs> and Perceptor. All right, I'm down. Okay. Uh, let's see. From from our visit to uh, Kokomo Toys, the ghost who walks. Nice. And uh, King of the uh, 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 oh, Heavy. <laughs> you know what? Wow. Overselling that one. He's this rock. thing is a serious that's, chunk of plastic. That's a, that's a brick. Yeah. He's rocking some uh, Mike and Rob hair. Yeah. Uh. Right. Might be, a might be a cousin. Well, Rob, Rob's working his Conan O'Brien do there. So yeah, I, so. I just look on the weekends when I should be out getting a haircut. I'm just staying in bed because it hurts <laughs> to move. So I I, uh, I got a couple, <laughs> of, couple of boxes today that I didn't have a chance to open. So we're gonna do a live unboxing. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Ooh. Don't hurt yourself. And this is uh from from it got sent to me in a in a heart monitor box. So I hope this person is okay. <laughs> oh no, I sent you my pills. I hope things are going well. Um, and oh, thank God it's not the heart monitor. It was the big one, Elizabeth. It, it is the plastic container from the heart monitor though. So points for originality here, but, uh, but there's a, a file card and then, holy crap. <laughs> You can tell it's live because I can't get I can't get the pieces apart. But uh, yeah, so we got some some packing there, and we got we got another flash. 
for the collection. Hey, and he's got his visor and he's got his gun and he's got his backpack and it's all here and it's all happy. And he's got his file card even. He's straight or swivel? He is a swivel. I, I don't collect the, I don't get multiples of the straight arms. That's just, that's asking for, for trouble. Those guys are way more brittle than the 83 versions. So I, I do have a straight arm flash and that's how it's going to stay. And was good. that was that one yours, your original, or is it that one lost? No, my my original straight arm flash went the way of the broken thumb, and um, and so I got a swivel arm back in '83, and then the pieces from straight arm flash was that were then cannibalized into making uh, other other new characters. Okay, so yeah, it was we 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 had some fun there. He was the, he was my first Joe who broke. Oh, well, you used him more than anybody else, right? Because he's your uh, guy? Up there, yeah. And then we got a, a, another one here. Live on, look at the look at the classy scissor. You'd think I'd get like a box opener or something. No. We're going to see a live bloodletting. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm going to have to clean it off the carpet. Good. Good. I'm going to have to find my original lazy bastard customs. I keenly remember a snake eyes head on a destro chest called black mamba <laughs> with a terrible typed out file. Card, he averaged right? 30 points a night, right? Yeah. It was it. <laughs> Got in some trouble in Colorado, but other than that, yeah. Often yelled at Shaq, the enemy. <laughs> oh, you know, there's a reason we don't do unboxing videos, right? This is it. Black Mamba was a Cobra Grenadier, but he wouldn't ever throw the grenade. He just wanted to hold on to it. Yeah. <laughs> and we got uh, what I'm guessing is gear in there. And some gear in there. Is and it a, a Richard gear? All kinds of padding in there. Good Lord. Points to, to this seller. Because now I got a cut bubble wrap. Gotta be honest with you, Mike. There's eight billion videos just like this on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. They're getting more views. No, they don't. <laughs> Those are all bots. Racktime Rob with a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bemoaning the state of the world. Oh, look there, at this. There's number forty-one. Nice. Number forty-one. Yeah. Ooh, a prime number. Right. That's a straight arm beachhead too. They're rare. It is. That's that's how that's yeah. how in depth the collection. That's how rare is. that is, right? That's we that's made him up. <laughs> this is now. You said there was some stuff. Is he Someone got all the gear? <laughs> right. <laughs> Take those scissors back to Arn Anderson where they belong. All right. I'm glad we made ice last night so I could put all the fingers of my cuts off in a cup as I take them to the emergency room. <laughs> Does this one have all the all the stuff, Mike? That that's uh, that's what we got in this week. Does he have all the stuff? Backpack, bag, stuff. Yes. Now we're talking. Yeah, he is complete. It's just I'm not cutting through all the everything yeah. is individually bubble wrapped. I mean, this guy's awesome. Whoever yeah, this yeah. is, yeah. well done. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm I'm. Uh, and he appeared to be properly crotched. Better. He is better. Crotched. Better than the seller who didn't even have the courtesy to turn the heart monitor box inside out. Come on. <laughs> so uh why don't we why don't we go ahead and roll into shout outs, Mark Weber? 
Uh, well, let's shout outs to uh, shout out to all the bus drivers in London who got me everywhere I needed to go with the family this week. Uh, to the guards at the Tower of London who were fantastic. Uh, to the fine folks at Stonehenge who gave my son and I the tour of a lifetime this weekend. And uh, to the lovely Mrs. Weber who planned out a fantastic family vacation. So we had a really good time. And to Dave Tree who I will see next time on the Jolly Old End. <laughs> All right. Rack time, Rob. Shout it out. Oh, let's see. Shout out to whatever whatever barber or hairstylist has to cut this when I eventually get out there. That's... My head will be pounds lighter. It'll be Ed Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> is that it? Is that, you're shouting out to a fictional... I'm shouting out to a future transaction. Yes. There you go. <laughs> My goodness. A future service transaction. It's been a hard week. My brain isn't functioning anymore. I'm going to give a shout out to our, our co-hostess with the co-hostess, Joe Colton, who is not with us tonight. She is observing her Easter holiday. Uh, so uh, more power to her and her family. Hope you're enjoying the night off. Uh, she was on another show last week. I'll get a link to that down below. Or she was on another show last night, rather. But, you know, the weekend is, is different. She's she's resting. Um uh, give a shout out to all of our viewers. If you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead. Give us some kind of reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Uh, we love little huggy guy. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and like our video. Subscribe to our channel. Uh, please, that's what you can do to help us out the most. Uh, Want to give a shout out to our, our wonderful sponsors at Kokomo Toys. Uh, real quick, we will sing the theme song. Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. We uh, we saw them again last week. We brought them some Easter donuts. So, um, Todd and Amber are happy with us, at least for a little while. Todd, so we Todd, brought them donuts. We spent money. What more could they ask for? There yeah, you go. Can't ask for for much more than that. I I did get a I got a tick figure, but it's not anywhere close to camera. So we'll we'll show everybody we'll throw show everybody my tick figure next week. Thanks. When uh, the tick is a great secondary line for me because everybody's forgotten that cartoon existed, so the figures are cheap. Cartoon. <laughs> I like I like the live action show. Yeah, short lived as well. Oh oh oh! Here's oh. Mike has scissors. Rob needs a haircut. We're on live. Not for long if you try it. Yeah. Next week, you'll have a bag of hair. You'll be like, this is what I got in. A bag of hair and an open room. <laughs> uh, an open wound on my neck, probably. <laughs> like I said, I got your a, bedroom becomes the comic room. I got to sleep somewhere, sometime. and that's With the that's fishes. When, that's when the stabbing starts. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Kokomo Toys puts the Mo in Mo Toys. That's right. Puts the Mo toys in Kokomo. Any, I yeah. There's something there. There's there's we'll something get that, it. that's close. We'll work on it. That's close to incredible. We'll Can't workshop it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to. We'll have to get back to that. Can't spell Luke without Kokomo. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Can't spell book without Kokomo. Or mock. Or mock. Wasn't Ukla a mock? Ukla was the yes, mock. Yes, he was. Now we're talking. And and you almost have enough letters left over to do it in there. Oh my god, let's get out of here. <laughs> no, the show, show's just getting good <laughs> for my co host, Rack Time Rob and Mark Weber. I'm Mike Irizarry. Thanks for joining us on this 
live stream, team stream episode of What's on Joe Mind. We'll be back next Friday at 9 p.m. for the 11th anniversary Fandango of What's on Joe Mind. Uh, It will be our first ever uh, Super Chat with all the proceeds going to charity. And we'll figure out what charity in the coming days. We need to obviously get get Joe Colton in on that decision. Uh, but uh, so so be ready. It is going to be. We'll we'll do quick news, and and quick uh, and, and quick community calendar. And then after that, it is just it is fire when ready. If you you make a donation in in the super chat, we're going to talk about your question on the show. Um, so um, yeah, eleventh anniversary, Fandango. Mm-hmm. Plus, uh, Hasbro Pulse reaction, right? Yeah, oh, we yeah. we may have to do that in advance. We may have yeah. to get that out of the way. Depends how big it is. We may have bonus content next week. <gasps> so yeah, we got to figure this out. You gotta you gotta love those fan first Tuesdays. Messing with my calendar. Mm. Mm. Better be worth it. Better be worth it. Get me out of bed on a Tuesday. <laughs> But that's Nicholas it Adams. Us. Nicholas Adams, bring your money. We'll talk about Superhead. Yep. <laughs> that's that's the guy I want to see. That's <laughs> the guy we need in the super chat next week. And his <laughs> evolution into a breakfast sausage marsupial. Shut his up! Real, gotta go home. His real name, Modoc. <laughs> For my co-host Mark Weber and and Ragtime Rob, I'm Mike Irizarry. Join us next Friday at 9 p.m. and maybe some other times too. For the next episode of What's on Joe Mind, uh, remember, as as our friend Vagon says, be care- uh, stay safe if you can't be careful. Um, have a great weekend. Yo, Joe. Beer. <laughs>